0: well, it's too big. And they are completely powerless. Uh, meekness isn't really about social status, you know. To be meek is to understand that no matter your per- position, no matter who you are, where you come from, how much money you have or don't have, that your job is... To be a servant to all. That's meek. This is what Paul writes in Philippians. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility. Regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests. But to the interests of others, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited or used. But he emptied himself. Taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Hmm. Meekness, humility. Putting others' needs first. Yeah. Blessed are those. Jesus is announcing this new way, this kingdom of God that's flipping everything on its head. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for things to be made right, who see the state of the world around them or the state of their own life and deeply feel pain and grief and who seem absolutely powerless to do anything about any of it. God is with them. And God is with you when you look around and you deeply long for God to make things right. God is with you when you lean into the grief and pain of life, paying attention to it, feeling it, and not numbing out or putting a wall around your heart. And God is with you when you feel like a nobody. When you feel like there's not a thing you can do to make a difference. God is with you. God fills you. God comforts you. And you will be among those who inherit this new world that he is making even now. I want you to hear this, though. Yeah. The whole world feels like it is completely out of sorts. And there is a lot of pain around us. And you probably won't be able to do much about it at all. But the next blessing is this. And I don't want to spend too much time on it because we're going to dive into it a little bit more deeply next week. But the next blessing is this Blessed are those who are merciful for they will be shown mercy. You won't be able to change much. But you can show mercy to the person in front of you at any given moment, small acts of unexpected grace, kindness, and love that gives a little bit of relief to that person. You can do that. I can do that. But you can't do that when you aren't paying attention to the state of their world. You can't do that when you aren't willing to let yourself feel some of their pain. And you certainly can't do it if you think of yourself as more important or more worthwhile than they are. This way of Jesus the kingdom of God. It's upside down from the way society worked back then and it's upside down to the way that society works even today. But somehow, somehow this different way completely rocked the ancient world. And I'm crazy enough to believe that Maybe if we who call ourselves followers of Jesus, followers of this kind of way, that our world could be rocked too. Hear this too. Friends, this is not about behavior modification. This is about heart transformation. We look at the state of the world and we look at people's behaviors and we're so offended by them. And we have never taken the time to understand their hearts. Shame on us. What Jesus is about is heart transformation. And I believe, I really do, that transformation is possible because of Jesus. And I'm just wondering, do you? Do you? Let's pray. Jesus if I'm completely honest e- even preaching this sermon the walls around my heart are very evident right now <laughs> I I'm thinking about the ways that I refuse to pay attention to my pain and grief. And maybe my friends here are the same way. And Jesus, I confess that, yeah, I look at the state of the world and the way that people treat each other and the way that things aren't right between them and you. And I wonder, I wonder what the state of my heart is. Maybe my friends here wonder the same thing. And Lord, I confess that there are times when I think that my schedule or even the money in my bank account, that those things are more important than the person that you've put right in front of me. Maybe I would never say that I like to feel important. But in my heart, I'm jealous of those who are. And I don't understand why I don't have a say in things. And I feel very small sometimes. Like I can't make a difference at all. And maybe my friends here today feel the same. that when we look at this kingdom that you have ushered in and you've invited us to cannonball jump into, well, Jesus, sometimes I hang on to the side of the river. Sometimes I hang on because what you're calling us to well it's dangerous <laughs> and it's um and it's uncomfortable and maybe it's more of a commitment than we thought we were signing on for honestly i mean we thought we thought following you meant that things were going to get easier we thought that this was going to be a quick fix jesus we thought that you we're going to make things different. And and well, we just don't see some of those things being different. And so what do we do, Jesus? So this morning, I confess, and maybe my friends want to as well, I confess my lack of trust in you. And my lack of trust in God others help us to be the kind of people who are hungry and thirsty for things to be made right help us to be the kind of people who are willing to enter into pain and help us to be the kind of people who put others before we do ourselves even when it's uncomfortable and even when others think we're crazy and even when it's completely different than the way that everybody else lives. Help us to be people who say yes to you, yes to your way and pay attention to the work that you want to do through us standing in front of us we love you Jesus it's in your name we pray amen
1: and amen God's presence has been with us today and as we continue in worship with our celebration of communion if you're here in the room in the building, you haven't gotten your elements, please make your way to the back and do that. If you're watching with us online and you don't have grape juice and bread at home and you would like for us to bring you some, let us know. Email office at church. We'll be glad to bring that to you. Unfortunately, not in time for this morning, uh, but for next week and beyond. Um, My prayer this morning as we go into this time of communion is that this does not just be routine we do this every week and that it not become routine but that it be truly the salvation of god in the church of the nazarene we practice open communion meaning you don't have to be a member of this church in order to participate with us today you just need to be someone who believes in christ or wants to believe in christ and we invite you to participate so on the night uh, that jesus was betrayed he took bread And he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said, this is my body which is broken for you. Take and eat it. And in a similar manner, he took the cup and he lifted it up and he said, this is my blood which is shed for you and for the forgiveness of your sins. Drink it. Father, thank you for the sacrifice of your son and for leaving your Holy Spirit here with us. Thank you for this opportunity to worship this morning. I pray as we go, we will take your presence in the kingdom of God to those that you place right in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm so thankful that the band has come up because you do not (laughs) want to hear me sing our benediction all right let's sing our benediction together here we go we sing hallelujah let your kingdom come your will be